Good morning, Wolf Club Nation. This is the one-man band, the wolf man himself. The wolf man, Jack ain't him, but me, the one and only Jason Wolf. Yeah, I know that's a shtick. But anyway, uh, good news down the pipeline. Don't need to be out there spending a shit ton of money, so I'm going to do my intro and a little bit of stuff here at the house before I head out to go grab some comics, and we'll see how things go. All right, people. So as I am waiting for a 3D print to cure in the sun, because that's what they do, um, I figured I'd chat at you a little bit here. Uh, good news right off the bat. Uh, it worked out with the band I auditioned for, and they run a few different bands in town and told me to sort of prepare for all of them, uh, which is good. I, I don't want to... I don't like walking into a gig and just be cocky and know that I have it. I want to do the homework, feel good about it, put on a good show, and then, uh, you know, accept what they offer or, or see what they offer. Um, <clears throat> so it's a couple of good things. Uh, they're looking at possibly minor traveling. Uh, it would be, uh, you know, Wyoming, Montana, maybe Midwest, but sort of staying on the West Coast and Nevada. That's not going to get in the way of my art career, but uh, more of like a, a weekend thing. I just need to kind of have a little extra uh, coming in because, you know, it's not that the, the Wolf Club or any of my art stuff had toned down. Just this year has been really kind of a bummer. Uh, you know, I've mentioned the tax things got people down. I've mentioned that um, people aren't spending as much, the price hikes, and it just... it. Collecting overall just isn't fun anymore, so I completely understand. So, you know, I had to move in a different direction while still keeping up with what I do. So, that's good news number one. Uh, good news number two, I was hanging out at Sebastian Bach's birthday party at Vamped and got to meet a lot of cool people, had a lot of great contacts, uh, passed out business cards, just trying to promote myself more like I did in the old days uh, when I would go to places. And as soon as I walked in the door, I'd gone there a few times now to try and reintroduce myself. And like I said, you know, it was fun meeting up with Rolly and Horny Mike and getting to see Danny again and everyone from Counts Customs. But uh, I started getting myself known because that's how you get gigs in Vegas. You can't just walk into a place with an application and expect to get hired or get an interview. You got to be like uh, almost represented or known by somebody and then they have to, uh, I, I don't know, like promote you sort of thing. It's, it's, it's a weird, weird thing down here. Um, so backstory on that, when I first moved down to Vegas, Vamped was one of the first places I wanted to work at and I was looking for more of a bartending job and security I would take, but I walked in, gave my resume, told him I just worked at the Bunny Ranch, so I'm used to this sort of scenario, blah, 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 and this was a daytime thing. The guy behind the bar took my resume, ripped it up, and threw it in the garbage. He's like, I'm going to be the only male bartender that will ever work here. I'm like, okay, dick, um, there's other options. And if that's how you're going to run the business, I didn't know who this guy was. I figured maybe he was a manager or something. He wasn't. He was just some territorial asshole. And that's how a lot of these things are in Vegas. They, Everyone is <clears throat> very snake-like and out to get you and out for your job. Uh, so they're very protective and territorial 
and he could have just been doing that, saw me as a threat, and just didn't want anything to do with me. But it turned me off, and this was like my first couple of weeks in Vegas. I'm like, God, everyone's a dick here. Uh, so I started being a dick right back, and lo and behold, I ended up finding job after job after job. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now is getting out there and uh, getting my name out there. And I mentioned that situation. I said, oh, yeah, that guy's a dick. He left. He's no longer with us. He was an opportunist and left as soon as the pandemic hit, didn't come back. And now he's in a gaming bar, <clears throat> which can be good. But it also can mean that you walk out with 10 bucks on a Friday night because if nobody's winning, you don't make money either. Um, but so anyway, I walk into Sebastian Bach's birthday party and talking to everyone, having a good time. And the bartender's like, hey, are you looking for security? And I'm like, not really. Uh, that's always the first thing that I get offered. And I'm kind of always offended by that. You know, if you remember my uh, story with the Haunted Museum, I wanted to be an entertainer and a presenter. And they're like, no, nah, because of your size, we'd rather have you in security. I'm like, well, that's, that's a no then. That's not fair to me. Um, but given that vamped is what it is, uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I mean, it's generally an older crowd, not a bunch of kids that are just looking to get in a fight. I mean, when I worked at the biker bars before, especially down on Fremont, it was a fight every night and people went there because they knew that's where you went to go get in a fight. Vamped is more like you might have to help escort a dude out because he drank too much and he was falling over and pissing someone off. Or maybe somebody gets in someone's face, but then you see it and you tell them to knock it off and they cool it. I mean, typical standard concert job. Um, but they asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like, sure. So I'll do a trial run. Uh, so this Saturday I'm going to help out with the Metallica tribute show. Uh, so if you're in town listening to that, Damage Inc. is playing at Vamped, and uh, I'll be there for that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I just like to have a few irons in the fire just to keep myself busy so that I can work nine to five on art and things in my personal uh, business. And then on the weekend, when I was planning on going out anyway, I might as well get paid for gigging and I might as well get paid for being a bouncer again. So yeah, good news, good things down in the pipeline. Uh, let me go flip these 3D prints, and I'm going to get right back at you with a word from our sponsors. There better not be any of those. Are those? I don't think so. I don't think I signed up for that. Vegas is so crazy, I swear. It's, it was 90-some degrees yesterday. Today's going to be a cool 80, and then we're going to get up to 94, 95 and then it's going to go right back down to 67 and 70 for a week. Like, Nevada throwing out weather numbers like Powerball. It's just, it's so fucking random. Um, so, another bit of good news. I was stressing about it, but super excited about it. Uh, my amp showed up. It showed up a day late. And it turns out nobody wanted to lift it because it came in a, a shipping crate. And it was over 100 pounds. And people were just lazy. The guy that delivered it was like, yeah, it sat there. It actually got here two days early, but nobody could lift it and nobody wanted to put a pallet on their truck. So, you know, which sucks. I'm sure I could care in it online and, you know, complain about it, but it wouldn't do any good. I'm trying to, I don't want to say complain less, but I'm trying to pick my battles because the more negativity that I feed out there, breeds negativity that comes back at me and uh things have been going really good lately so i just it is what it is i'm gonna keep it going uh but 
The amp is phenomenal. It is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, the Eddie Van Halen amp, it's a 2x12 and it's a 50 watt. But you're thinking, you know, 50 watts probably not that loud. Well, for a tube amp, it's extremely loud. Common tube amp is 25, 50, or 100. And I've always got 100 because I thought, you know, someday I'm going to play the big stadiums. And things just aren't the same anymore. When you play a gig now, you pretty much can just direct in from your pedal board if you have a, a DI box or, or a Sans amp or something like that. You don't even need to bring an amp anymore. But if you do like a little bit of a stage sound, a 50 watt is more than plenty for a 300 person venue or smaller. The great thing about this amp though, it's got an attenuator and a volume and a power switch, or uh, I'm sorry, a power knob. So I could be playing full blast with hot tubes getting that real nice crunch and that kind of really you know grungy tube sound but i can turn the power down so that it's not ear bleeding loud inside of a house or if i was doing a smaller gig um so it's it's an amazing amp it's it sounds just like eddie right out the box uh a few little tweaks here and there and i got a Zach sound out of the rhythm channel and I got a dime bag sound out of the lead channel and the clean is it's a dirty clean which is cool um, it's not going to be that crystal clean that a, a country sort of thing would uh, use a lot of but it's it's what I want uh, it's the kind of sound I want think of like a Brad Paisley clean where it's still got a little dirt in there, but it's not uh, it's not the, the Jubilee clean sound that Slash would have had, say, on uh, the opening to Paradise City. Something like that. You know, and for non-musicians and wrestling fans, I know you're just thinking like, blah, 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 music, music, I don't give a fuck, I don't know nothing about this. But, you know, it's nice to hear about other things and on the backside of stuff. Because even when I talk about art, there's other creators that listen to my stories about art and they're like, geez, I didn't even know that. Or, this guy gets it. You know, so there, there's a lot that goes into a lot of stuff. And the more you get to know me, the more you get to know the things that I'm into and the knowledge that I have, you'll understand why, A, it's hard to sleep, B, why I'm always creative, C, why I have a short attention span, and D, why I get in a funk sometimes because when you do just one, you're leaving the others behind, and then you end up forgetting things. Talent-based, uh, well, talents in general and talent-based jobs especially, it's not like riding a bike. You have to go in and relearn, and not only that, things change. So here I am now, uh, I, I, honestly, I'll, I'll even admit to it, here I am 10 years removed from being in a full-time band and I go in and start, you know, perusing guitar centers and things and seeing what's out there and what I need to get. And I'm looking at buying back all the old stuff that I used to have. And everyone's like, nobody uses that anymore. Like you really only need this. It's super easy now. And I'm like, geez, maybe I didn't need the tube amp. Well, I wanted it for me. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, absolutely great. Wonderful news all around. I'm happy for the future. Uh, so I did get accepted full time with that band. They gig a couple times a month. And once they have a promo video and a band that they like, because they've kind of just had fill in players here and there, they're looking at doing more 
of a full-time schedule every weekend, a couple times a week. And like I say, they're in with a couple incarnations of the band and a few different things. So I could be doing more than full-time soon and then be able to do like art on the road and figures Monday through Thursday or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And also if I'm in town and there isn't a, a gig going on or something that I need to be doing, well, I get paid to stand around and listen to a show I would have paid a cover for anyway at Vamped. So uh, yeah, good news all around. Um, uh, excited for the future. So I am going to get ready to head on up to the comic shop and, uh, we'll see how things go with the riding with the wolf part of it. All right. This will be the ride along with the wolf part. So you may have to turn up. I always try and talk louder when I do these things. Uh, haven't heard much complaining as far as being able to hear me, but then again, only eight of you are listening. So congrats and thank you on that. Uh, I did notice I had been getting like 14 and 15 listens. And then the last one where I was ranting about the slap and, uh, the Will Smith thing dropped down to about eight. Nobody really cared about that. Uh, but like I say, this is more for me. This is more venting. And if you get something out of it, cool. If not, you know where the skip button is. Um, so along with, and oh, and I was right, by the way, uh, everyone's completely forgotten about the slap now. Uh, I, I've heard conflicted reports and I even stopped caring at, at one point. Same thing with Ukraine. I feel bad for what they're going through in the war. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're on the brink of a nuclear disaster and they stopped talking about it, which actually can be a little more scary now that they're stopping to talk about it. Cause last thing I saw was uh, General Milley's saying that now there we are at uh, odds with two superpowers, China and Russia. They've confirmed the collusion and also that something big or than Ukraine could be going on. So, you know, that's always comforting. But <clears throat> anywho, um, on to the next drama and uh, viral thing to go out. So as I'm going in, and as I'm, I'm looking for music gear and talking to people, reminiscing about the old days, learning what's new, I had mentioned uh, a month ago or so that I was in the market for a new guitar, something that would inspire me, and uh, I found it. I, I went in looking for a pedal for my amp, and lo and behold, I walked out with a guitar. And it's it's butamus. Uh, it's it's banana yellow with hot pink pickups. That's exactly what I wanted. Everybody thought I was kidding when I said I was looking for a Jackson Dinky, which is, you know, for non-musicians, that's the uh, the Fender Strat style body, uh, the double cutaway. And I said I wanted one that was hot pink and 24 frets. Usually 21 is standard, but when you're playing a lot of these. 80 songs are like the uh, Scorpions, the the intro riff to uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane. If you don't have that 24 fret, you're like shredding the skin off of your third finger trying to bend up to hit that third octave of an E. I mean, it's it's a bitch if you don't have 24 frets. And me being the person of convenience that I am now uh, in my 40s, I ain't got time for that shit. Uh, so. It's not about calluses or just not being able to do it. It's that even uh, Fender Strats, some of those are only 19 frets, and you're sitting there trying to bend up uh, five more frets above where that's going? Hell no. That's not going to happen. 
so I found it. It's phenomenal. It's great. The colors are exactly matching of the Thrilla Crew and the TNC Surf designs and logos that I always love. So that it, it's just it's great. It was a perfect fit. Um, it, it, it's sort of a Hulkster yellow, but more of a banana yellow, where it's got a little more of a creamy yellow feel to it. Uh, but it plays great, and it's it's uh, got a whammy bar and all that kind of stuff. And I think I might have mentioned it uh, if you didn't catch it on the last episode. I don't remember time frames and things at all, but I remember I swore I told this situation where I had to uh, sell a guitar that I absolutely loved because a girlfriend wanted an iPhone. I was trying to impress her, and I lost this absolutely beautiful guitar. Uh, it was a custom BC Rich black and white Bengal tiger stripe uh, guitar with Zach EMGs in it, and uh, yeah, lo and behold, you, it, this is one of those things you learn in your 20s, and hopefully not in your 30s, that uh, don't do things to impress other people, especially not women, because they just want your attention, love, and affection, and it's a never-ending cycle. It's never enough, it's never good enough. You constantly have to feed them attention, tacos, and uh, fucking vodka presses and vodka cranberries all goddamn time because they're insatiable creatures. Never mind that word. I love that word because it's like the beginning of uh, Living Dead Girl. It's an insatiable creature that has an insatiable love for the dead. Living Dead Girl. Wink, wink, girl. Uh, saw the promo pic from the Monsters. I'm going to go see it just because I'm a fan of the Monsters, but I'm so sick of Sherry Moon being the lead actress in everything that uh, Rob Zombie does. But again, he's probably trying to press his woman to keep her around. Uh, I, I, I hope if, if you are in a relationship or uh, that everybody does find that good relationship where uh, a good woman or a good man loves you for who you are. Um, but... God, people are selfish. I haven't found it, but, you know, whatever. Now that I'm back in a band again and going to start playing, man, the groupie stories are going to start up again. It, it's, yeah. Great thing about dating women my age is it's harder for them to get pregnant, so, yep, that'll be fun. Um, so, as I'm going to the comic shop, I got something in the back seat that uh, may or may not surprise you. I'm going to see if I can't return that Batman thing. Remember I said I walked in and left and I'm, I'm an impulse buyer, same thing with the guitar. And I know I'm not going to regret that, but I have serious regrets already. I think I even did after I bought it. I was like, why did I get this? It's 150 bucks for everything from the cardboard bat cave to all like, I think there was eight figures with all the swappable heads and accessories and all that kind of shit. I don't even like Batman. Like, I like the villains. And I do like a complete set of something, so that would be nice. So if they make me keep it or don't let me return it, that's fine. But now that I'm buying all this music gear, I'm like, I gotta stop buying dumb shit that's not gonna get me anywhere. You know, uh, buying toys, it, it is sort of an investment because you can flip them if you need money. You can sell stuff to buy new collections or to keep your hobby going. Um, but I just, I, I've, since I've started getting back into music and, and in that thought process, I look at all the shit that I'm surrounded by 
And I'm like, this is pointless. I have no kids to bequeath this to. I have no one that's going to enjoy my stuff when I'm gone. I had a wonderful barbecue and invited all my friends over so that they could see it. And then out of all the hundreds and thousands of things I have in my house, the only thing anybody could talk about was the Super 7 April Fool's joke from last year of the Invisible Man where they just put an empty blister on a card, no picture or nothing, and no figure inside the blister, and it just said, The Invisible Man. Like, everybody loved that. They all thought it was the most hilarious thing in there, and I'm like, yeah, but don't you see that these are $250 Transformer Titan Class Series 32-inch robots that they've never made before? No, nobody cares about that. Well, don't you see that this is, you know, my Hasbro collection and half of these I made? Eh, like two or three people made out of, you know, they liked that. Well, can't you see these are all original rubber band G.I. Joes? I mean, I start to sound like the 40-year-old not-so-virgin. They only cared about the Invisible Man, so that's fucking hilarious. And it made me think, you know what? I, uh, I'm i keeping these things for me, and I'm keeping a lot of stuff for art reference. So, you know, I, I'm in the selling mode again. I, I just want to get rid of everything and start over. And again, I still have that fear that come July, if they raise the rent or something wacky tobacco goes on with the economy by then, that if I lose the house, I'm not going to want to move all this shit. I mean, it legit took two semi-trucks or semi-truck size, you know, those 24-foot giant size U-Hauls. It took two trips with uh, that size vehicle to get me just from Carson City down to Vegas. I had to get a storage unit Plus, I still had to rent a van and sedate my wolf and border collie to get them to come down. It was a huge fucking hassle. So if I have to move again or downgrade, I would say even to an apartment, but those are more expensive than a house. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But anyway, I'm not looking forward to move all this shit. So I really do feel like I'm out of collecting. It just doesn't seem fun anymore. Every pre-order gets canceled. Everything that you want is an online exclusive or a store exclusive. And then flippers go out there and they buy that shit before everybody else can get it. And then, you know, it's just, it's, it's a fucking mess. It's just not fun. We're adults. Like at this point in my life, I'd, I'd rather get pussy and forget her name than to buy an action figure that's going to sit there and stare at me while I sleep. Um, and I open them. Which doesn't seem to be too much of a problem. I mean, there's the collector community is half and half where they they want to keep it new in the box because they're autograph hounds. But with the price that they're charging for an autograph, are you really getting your money's worth? I mean, if you spend fifty to eighty bucks on an Undertaker autograph on a twenty dollar figure, that's a hundred hundred twenty dollar investment for something you could flip on eBay for maybe seventy bucks less than you paid for the autograph. And if same thing with, I understand why card people are into cards because the box is the same price regardless of uh you know what you think may or may not be in there and then it's a gamble you get lucky and sometimes you pull a card that's worth a, a ton of money so i can understand that even though i absolutely hate card collectors um but i can understand that a little more than figure collectors and then i still will never get these people that put things in a plastic case just to get it graded so that it can never be touched again. It just defeats the whole purpose for me. I 
was on a kick there for a while, uh, especially when I was visiting home and going back to Washington and everything, that uh, I, I would go and buy toys that were used, possibly broken or a little scuffed up because they had more uh, playware and, and more life to it, you know. I just, I'm just not that guy. I'm, I'm not that type of collector. Um, and it's the same thing. So I'm selling a lot of comics as I go to the comic shop. I know it's redundant. Um, I read them, and if I can't use it for art reference or think that I'm going to maybe go through it again, and I honestly do just look at the pictures, it's just, God, you give me a Chris Claremont X-Men book, and it's so fucking wordy that you can't even see the artwork, fuck that. Like, I'd rather get, you know, uh, something... I'm, I'm really into this guy, Vic Bogdanovic. Uh, he's got a Capullo, Joe Moderera style, so that would be like a Spawn and a Battle Chasers style of artwork. And again, he does Batman. I hate Batman, but the way he draws, it's it's fun. And it's so action-packed. I, I, I would rather get a comic book that looks like... Uh, storyboards uh, in a uh, movie where you get to see the action play out, not just here's a droll looking face and somebody yakking on for two pages about some dumb shit. But I'm putting my comics on eBay because I've read them. I'm not going to go through them again. They're kind of a waste. Every question, is this near me? Like, how would you grade this? I, I'm thinking about getting this great. No, I'm not a grader. And I'll tell everybody the exact same answer. I do not grade comics. I call them red condition, meaning I bought them on a shelf that people touched, flipped through it, read through it, and put it in a bag and stored it. If you call that near mint, good for you. Um, you might find a fingerprint that I don't give a flying fuck about. You might find uh, a printing error that I'm not even going to look for, you know? And these people are like, I just want to know if this is near me. Uh, no. I, it, it's debatable. I do not grade comics, and I will not tell you the condition of a figure or a comic. You can see the picture. You can zoom in for yourself. And uh, if you're that picky and that anal about things that you collect buy it in person. You're obviously looking to score a deal on eBay, so shut the fuck up and bid or don't bid at all. There's no need to bother all these sellers with your absolutely idiotic questions. I just, I, I'm not that person. I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. I, you know, and again, it's the difference in uh, me going to a restaurant versus my mom going to a restaurant. She sits under a neon light that casts a red glow on her burger. She'll think it's raw and have it sent back. And me, if I get bad service or bad food, I'm not going to complain about it. I just won't go back. So it's a big difference. But some people just like to find something wrong with absolutely everything. And you can tell, and that's why I'm just like, no, I'm not going to tell you what grade this is because it's not worth me fighting with you once you finally disagree with me, try and give me negative feedback, and then, uh, you know, ruin my reputation because you just want to make it out to be worse than it actually is. So, buy those things in person. 
Well, that was nice. They didn't have to do that, but uh, my comic shop that know me, I bought that Batman set. I think it was over a month ago, but um, I just told him I was like, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to use this. I'd, I'd feel better if someone else got it and if there was any way I could return it. And they said, yeah, no problem. We can just do it for store credit because I, I put it on a card when I got it. So now I got a shit ton of store credit, which is cool because I'm still going to use, uh, you know, go there for comics every week, even though I got one today. So Scorched came out and they're doing the X-Men uh, number one, the 90s uh, kind of tribute covers. Uh, but I put that back because I, I was waiting to get the tribute cover and I just got the regular one and it wasn't something that you could order. It was just a surprise. So they were cool about that. I got Devil's Reign number six, which is the end of that Daredevil story. And then uh, that's pretty much it. Like two new X-Men comics came out, X-Men Red, and they're redoing X-Men number one again. Like you don't have to redo from number one every time you start a new story arc. But I guess people are dumb these days. Uh, I, I would rather buy X-Men 666 than to have to wait for, you know, number one to come through for volume six. That was one of the things I hated about uh, the... Oh, was it? it was Coffin Comics and it was Chaos Comics. And uh, I think they even did a thing with CrossGen... Like, Lady Death and Vampirella, which I know is Warren and Dynamite and all that, but Lady Death and Purgatory, those were hard-ass comics to follow. Because every other week they'd have a new number one, so it would be like uh, Lady Death, Devil's Disciple number one. Next week would be Devil's Disciple number two, but then next week would be like Hell's Reign number three, and you're like, wait a minute, where what happened to one and two and then they changed the title but kept the number the sequential order was so out of whack that even if you bought every single one you you still wouldn't even know what storyline you were on it, it was terrible so I, I stopped collecting for that reason in fact that's one of those I was happy to just download the GigaTorrent and sell all my physical copies because at least the people that did it digitally knew what order they went in um I don't even know if you can still do that. If somebody's still doing that and knows what that is, let me know. Not that I, I'll still buy comics, you know, it's not that I don't want to do that anymore, but I don't think torrenting is a thing. I think they cracked down on that. I don't even know if Pirate Bay is still open. Um, but I remember at least it was cool. I would try new comics that way because I just kind of flip through them, see if I like them, and then I'll go buy them. It's the same thing I do in the store anyway. So it's not like I'm just trying to get free comics, but I get it. You know, it's not exactly legal. And then again, things have changed in the last 10, 15 years since I did all this. Uh, I stopped downloading about the same time I stopped playing music because I was on the road. So I couldn't get to a comic shop and I would just torrent whatever music or movies or episodes. I mean, whatever. And, uh, I don't even know if they have that anymore. I guess everything's streaming now. There might be... I don't even know how to access the dark web. Does anyone know how to do that? Like, we all hear about it. We all know about it. Is it like 11.60.9901 or something? Like, I know you got to have like a proxy and then uh, send your IP overseas and ping it somewhere else so they don't know you're accessing it because you could buy like 
black tar heroin debit boxes and Asian kids on there or something. I don't know. None of that is the reason, obviously, that I would want to go on the dark web for. But I'm just curious what the fuck it is because you always see it on there. But I guess it's a hacker thing. I, I don't know. I lost interest in uh, comp sci right out of high school because I honestly thought it was a passing fad. I had no idea it would take over our lives the way it did. Uh, hey, Elon Musk's in the news, bought 9.8% of Twitter, which I guess gives him the most shares, and now he's on the board of directors. Does that mean it's going to change anything? No, Trump's not coming back, and they're probably going to add an edit button, and that's about it, but I don't know. I'm seeing a change, and I'm hoping things are bouncing back. I honestly don't care who the president is or who is in charge, just as long as we don't get fucked. Because the last time, you know, when when Obama was in charge, all of us musicians got fucked because if you didn't have health insurance, they taxed you extra and fined you. So the first year was like a $500 fine, and then the next year was like a $5,000 fine for not having medical insurance. Like, what if that's your religion? What if you don't believe... What if it's, uh, you know, homeopathic that you're into or something? I don't know. It seems like all these things that the rest of us would have chosen to uh, be accepted for or included for didn't get that sort of uh, attention that people nowadays do when they're looking for their inclusion. And the things people are looking to be included on these days are just outlandish. Like, I identify as a purple Humpty Dump. Well, that was cool. I uh, found some VHS at Goodwill. And oddly enough, I found Good Morning Vietnam. I mean, how funny is that? That's how I started it. So see, it's like a premonition thing. I said it. I attracted it to my environment in this weird virtual matrix of a world. And that was one of the VHS I found. Crazy how that works. I should have said good morning with brunette titties on my face or something like that. But hey... I'll take what I can get. Uh, they also had Hot Shots Part 2. Um, what else did I get? A couple of, like, random things. Uh, like a, an old Sean Connery movie and then a Tom Selleck movie where Kirstie Alley almost gets naked, but not quite. I think it was called, like, The Runaway or something like that. Uh, let's see. Outland. On Jupiter's moon, Sean Connery is the only law. I mean, if that's not a VHS movie, I don't know what is. But I also got Short Circuit and Willow, which I thought for sure I had. And this is why I take pictures. So if you are a media collector, make sure to keep taking updated pictures. Or if you just have thousands of things like I do, never a bad idea and it certainly doesn't hurt so yeah that was kind of fun uh don't know that i need to be spending extra money when i've got you know all this extra stuff coming up buying music gear and it's funny i buy all this guitar shit and then i get a job i don't even know if i mentioned it uh so the gig in the band that i got hired for i got hired as a bass player of all things um and they're mostly like Southern rock, classic rock, a little country, and then I started warming up, and I was just kind of thumbing out some Primus and just testing the amp that they were having me practice on, 
and they're like, oh shit, you know Primus? I'm like, fuck yeah. I mean, I've got a four-string fretless and a six-string bass. What did you think I was going to do? And they're like, we're down for that. We'll totally learn it. So imagine you go see a cover band and nobody, I mean, zero people. I've been doing this for a long time. Never in my life have I ever seen anyone on stage pull off a Primus song. I'm going to fucking do it. That would be amazing. So, yeah, they always say you forget the bass player. Uh-uh, if you come see me, you'll remember that damn bass player, that's for sure. And it's kind of nice because there's a lot of pressure when you're a guitar player to be flashy and to hit the flare and do all these tricks and make the crowd ooh and ah, but then you have to guess where their fingers are going to go because everyone does air guitar. So if you're playing Journey, you got to hit, like, these specific notes, but then you can kind of fudge the rest of it. Um, but bass, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You just got to make sure you know the song because the rest of the uh, stringed instruments are going to follow you. So, yeah, I guess it's got its own pressure. But it doesn't bother me. I mean, fuck, if I'm playing country going boom, 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 you know, it's a lot easier than, you know, all that robot chicken, chicken picking kind of stuff. But, yeah, good times. So... I'm excited. I think it'll be fun to play again. Um, I can't, like I say, the, the other band members don't quite know they're getting replaced yet. It's not my band. I haven't even really talked to them. And it's funny, as soon as I mentioned I was at band practice and then I posted on Facebook that I had a bouncing gig coming up, you'll never guess who came out the woodworks to ask me why I was working again and if I was available. But guess what? Maybe you should have acted a little faster and I knew this would happen. And it's the same thing with a girlfriend. You can go 10 years without a girlfriend, but as soon as you get one, all of a sudden, bitch is coming out in the woodworks. Like, it, it's just going to happen. And I promised these guys that I wasn't going to be a mercenary and just take every gig that came along uh, and then cancel stuff that wasn't enough money. I, I told them I, I would commit to this band because I think this could be more fun and less stress. Plus, it's an actual all-guy band, which is kind of cool. Uh, they do have that one offshoot, if you remember, where there's a female lead singer, and I had joked that the next band was going to be with a female lead singer, but apparently that's what I work with. But this band is actually all guys, so it's I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, if, well, I'll, 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 yeah, I can't really say where I'm going to play or anything yet. So I was going to say, if you're in Vegas, well, blah, blah, blah. But like I say, if that gets out, I don't want people being like, oh, shit. Well, that's the guy that's not going to have a job next weekend, so yeah. No, I think my first gig with these guys isn't going to be till the end of the month, uh, so unless something comes up beforehand, but like I say, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Now, see, that was another odd occurrence. I stopped talking for a second because I was headed back to another Savers or Goodwill, and then I, I turned around, and I was like, nah... It's not going to be anything there. I just You get those feelings when you do this for so long. And a lot of people have that fear of missing out, so they just hit everything all the time. But sometimes I don't even chance it. Like, I don't have the extra money. Um, trying, or I'm not trying to spend extra money, I should say. And then you just get those feelings like, eh, you know, last few times I've gone to these places, I haven't found anything. Well, I found some VHS let's not push my luck. You know, I could go to all the other places and waste the gas, but that's also something we don't need to be doing these days. So I'm going to hit up 
actually uh, Walmart just for grocery shopping but honestly the only thing I'm looking for now are those uh, WWE the the superstars the line that took over the uh, masses the universe WWE um, I, I would buy those I wasn't going to but now that they've unveiled up to like series three and four they seem pretty cool and I hope to God that they have the old style of face painting because that new style, that spray-painted real effects bullshit that they're doing is so goddamn ridiculous. I don't even want to buy another WWE figure from Mattel ever again unless I see it in person, which sucks because I have the Hulk Ultimates and Mr. T Ultimates on pre-order because they finally got the fat face and the skin tone correct on Hulk. But, you know, who knows? I ordered that for Big Bad Toy Store. I know Ringside's going to get it first, but I'm not paying 45 or whatever it is from them. And it's funny. I was looking at their WrestleMania sale. It's Their elites are like 22 23 It's funny that Walmart and Target finally raised their prices up to Ringside prices. Because elites were always 15, and then they went up to 19.99, and then post-pandemic, here we are now. They're 22 and 24. That's that's ridiculous for what it is, you know. It just is. But anywho, uh, I saw a cop turn around behind me, so I am gonna watch my ass here. He ain't speeding, so it don't matter. But anywho, um, yeah, that Superstars line seems pretty cool, and uh, he passed me. Son of a bitch. I kind of wanted to record it. I think that would have been fun to record getting pulled over and just see if they notice, but whatever. Um, the Superstars line looks cool because I like the cloth clothing, and I haven't seen a whole lot of bad review, but if they do the old school painting of the faces... Uh, where they seem more like hand-painted, where they actually look like figures. They don't need to have realistic faces and realistic painting on toys. Do that for elites. If that's what people that like elites want, then do it. But for me, I, I thought it was great when they actually painted on the eyebrows. The only thing that was weird, I will say this, are people that couldn't grow a beard or that had a 5 o'clock shadow. So they would throw on uh, a full gray beard or a smear on brown beard on Scott Hall when it should just be like a, a dusting. Um, I, or like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was another one where it just... The, the figures were always atrocious until they kind of did this new style because he's he doesn't have a, a good beard. It's, it's kind of patchy. And it looked weird when they would spray paint on a full beard and, you know, the thick hairlines, too. That's another one. See, I think it's more beneficial for maybe chest hair or balding spots or something like that. But if it's even a, a split hair centimeter off in any direction, you're going to get wonk eye. And I don't even know a Hulk Rules SummerSlam figure that made it out without Wonk Eye because he was supposed to have that kind of wide-eyed stare 
and every figure just ended up looking, you know, like he got poked in the butt for his prostate exam, you know, who knows, who knows, now the only saving grace with those superstars line now is somebody actually lined them up, and I didn't know the backing cards connected, that's kind of interesting, uh, I was not going to get the Bray Wyatt figure. I thought it looked absolutely terrible. And I don't know. I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. So I don't know that that was a costume that he ever wore. It might have been like one of those um, fun house. What was this gimmick where he was doing? The, the playhouse, the fun house gimmick. Uh, but now if you don't get that card, you don't get that turnbuckle. Or you don't finish the four piece. But really, I just kind of want that, the NWO, and then I, I think probably like Shawn Michaels, Ultimate Warrior, Papa Shango. That looks really good. And then with the old school WCW belts with the Outsiders and then Hulk Hogan, those look pretty good. I'll get, and I, I did want the Ric Flair and the Honky Tonk, but the pre-order sold out and they're only just now starting to show up at stores, so... I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I can find those. Uh, I don't need them, so you guys don't have to look out for me. I appreciate it. Part of the fun for me in collecting is just finding these things, and I can't afford to buy everything, so if I don't happen to find these things, it's no big loss for me. So I do appreciate the lookout on a lot of these. If you happen to have an extra, that's cool, but I, they're, they're for a while, like you know, a couple of years ago, it was like every day I'd wake up and I'd have five messages and I almost felt obligated to buy everything. And I ended up with a bunch of stuff I ended up having to sell or trading off to someone else. And you remember my rants about that. Trades cut into the business because trades don't pay for bills. So I kind of got backlogged and, you know, that's what happens. So, and as far as those things go, um, I think once I open commissions back up, because I'm just about now caught up. I think I'm going to put a limit on things, and I'm going to say that uh, any one person is only allowed to order uh, three figures or five sketch cards at a time. Uh, when any one person starts ordering any more than that, it sort of monopolizes my time, and then I'm not available for other people. And then I get bogged down doing one type of thing, and then I don't feel inspired to do the other stuff. So I think... I think that's what I'm going to have to end up doing. Uh, I, I'm looking at possibly doing a digital newsletter until I can afford or until I can get the regular newsletter out. Because people just aren't buying and it's a waste of money. I, I go and spend 20, 40 bucks on printing and then 50 bucks on shipping to send these things out. And then I, I get zero response or feedback from anyone other than the, the usual eight uh, which is drastically changed from what I used to call the faithful 15 and now it's down to eight and then even those guys it's like I feel bad they're the only ones buying stuff and I don't want them to feel like they have to buy things from me like no one's obligated to do it yeah I was hurting yeah I was going through a rough patch but it wasn't just any one particular person or one group's fault it was just the economy. It was just the world. It was the way things worked. So that's why I decided it's in my best interest to get back into music or bouncing. 
because now that I'm going out and enjoying myself on the weekends, I might as well get paid for it. So that's sort of my philosophy on that. Um, so, other things that happened this week was WrestleMania. And it seemed like a lot of people liked it. It seemed like they put on a good show. I don't think it's necessary to have two weeks. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, two days of it. But I, I think Access and WrestleCon is where people had the most fun getting to see the legends, uh, the Hall of Fame, the memories. I, I really only think maybe 40% of people that watch WWE are current WWE fans. I think 60 or more are nostalgic fans, where they're only in it for the way it used to be, which I know is cause for complaint a lot of times with these fans, but it seems like they enjoyed it. They, uh, they're enjoying Brock Lesnar, which they hated on him for the longest time. They enjoyed seeing Cody come back, which is really odd to me. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know where his mindset on that is. I, I think it's weird to go and start a company to create a company to show your worth because the other company didn't appreciate you. And then now you're just going to go back to that company. But I guess it is sort of a slap in the face that now he went from denying a $500,000 contract to getting a $3 million contract. Uh, I mean, if that's true, that's that's something I saw on, on Twitter. Because like I say, I don't watch wrestling. I only catch the the buzz, what people are talking about. Um, I, I still have not watched a single episode of WWE since they left the network and went to Peacock. And before that, it was very spotty. The last time I watched a weekly show with WWE was... I think when Shinsuke and uh, Finn Balor and all these guys were in NXT. And I know I've heard the argument. Everyone's like, well, they're still in WWE. You can support SmackDown. And I'm like, yeah, but that was a very special era of NXT with Baron Corbin and long hair. And I actually, all the way up to Tommaso Ciampa, like when him and Gargano got in there, I, I stopped watching. They were too small. I cannot watch kids wrestle. It's, I, I mean, I could go to the playground and watch the same shit if I wanted to watch that. So, yeah. Good freaking lord shit's expensive. I went to Walmart, pick up a few things, and then see if they had those Superstars figures. And I'm like, oh, you know, I want to get a little thing here, maybe... Haven't had bread in a while because I was trying to be nice, but it didn't work to cut back, so fuck it. Um, I was like, yeah, I'll make, like, turkey sandwiches and stuff. Fucking, like, a, a pack of that pre-sliced turkey that used to be, like, two ninety eight or something like that. It's like, 6 and $7 now and 9 bucks for the big pack. Like, Y'all must be fucking high. Chickens did not raise the rent on your roost. It is still the same fucking price. All my farmer friends are posting that it's not the cows that cost more. You're just paying for the cost of employees and for the cost of the plants and the sticker and the label that goes on. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, I passed up a lot of stuff. So, yeah, sandwiches are out. But you know what? It's funny, pepperoni and salami, 
that didn't go up because you know that's still like the shit that falls on the floor that they grind up and call it something else um fuck i'll eat out of the frozen food section salisbury steak all day every day don't fucking care i'm not playing this whole game where shit's getting more expensive i understand like 50 cents a year or 10 cents a year on this or that something you know the things do cost more gas costs more shipping it places cost more packaging materials cost more i get it but there's no reason to jump 100% and double the price of everything in less than a year 2022 man what a bitch everyone said 2020 was bad I think all the 20s are going to be bad, quite honestly. I think right about 2025, 26, things will start rounding out. And, well, you know, that's probably going to be a change in the presidency. If we have to do eight years with this fuddy he ain't even going to live through his four years. And now we're going to, he's going to pretend to be there. I mean, fuck, did you see Obama went back to the White House and everyone's all like, hey, how's it going? Holy shit, miss you. Everything's great. And Biden's just standing there and no one gives a fuck. Like, they're starting to realize that he was just the dude in the aviators in the back. Maybe he should wear those aviators again so we don't have to see him squint. We didn't realize that that's probably why he wore them in the first place. Man. 100% markup on shit. I, I will pay that on alcohol. Because at least it gets you fucked up. Smoked turkey don't get me fucked up. I'm not paying 6 and $9.00. For three sandwiches worth of turkey. You gots to be high on that. There ain't no way in fuck. I'll go to farmer's market or we've got farms around here. I'll buy the damn chicken myself. That's ridiculous. Hot dogs going up. Meats going up. Don't even look at like hamburger and steak prices. That's fucking ridiculous. I didn't even walk down that aisle. It used to be like 15, 17 bucks for one of the rolls. And then you just, you know, mash it up yourself. I don't want to know what they're charging for that now. I noticed steaks went up to like from 17 to 30 some bucks. It's, no. They're testing you to see what you're willing to pay and what they could squeeze out of you. They've already seen how beady you're going to be. And right at the point of the breaking point where they almost had a civil war for several different reasons. Oh, mask mandates are gone. Oh, COVID restrictions are gone. Even fucking Allegiant Stadium now. The only event where they were requiring proof of vaccination and for you to wear a mask was the BTS Korean boy band. Well, they, Asian countries wore masks anyway. They're used to it. That's fine. But they've dropped it at all the hockey events, at all the sporting events, football, all that shit. Nobody cares anymore. COVID's done. They came out and they said, oh, there's a new variant. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares anymore. Now all of a sudden you're seeing all the Fauci interviews. Where'd that dude go hide? Now you're seeing all his interviews where he's like, oh, well, the, the best immunity you could ever get would be if you got it naturally. Oh, wait, shit, herd immunity's real and that's what, oh, fuck. No wonder it disappeared. We've been saying that since day one, but you had to see if you could control us for two years. That's fine. I'll sit back and take free money like everybody else did. 
Oh, wait, now they're going to tax the shit out of us to get that money back? Fuck that. Man, what a world we live in. All right, so that about does it for me. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to be making the rounds trying to spend money, and I don't know that the world's that interesting. So where I tried to change things to riding with the wolves so that I could at least have something to talk about, I probably have to do it like fucking with the wolf or playing with the wolf and share groupie stories or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. This shit gets boring for me too. And I got nothing to vent about because I'm actually going to be in a good mood playing music and drinking beer and having fun again. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. So be safe and sane. I am going to look at opening up commissions probably around Easter time try and get that damn newsletter out try and get back to being able to do some artwork but uh yeah we'll see how that goes all right see y'all